everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey London. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. Hey, Jeff. Happy to be here today. How was your Thanksgiving? So good. So <laughs> much food. Too much food. Not did enough the pie. Dog, did the dog eat the turkey or the tofurkey? What did you have? The dog did not touch either. We had both. <laughs> what about you, Spark? <laughs> Spark is a well-behaved. I, I like to. Oh, okay. I liken him like Mr. Peabody. Have you ever seen that? I mean, you've got a two-year-old. Have you seen Mr. Peabody and Sherman? I'm old enough to remember okay. both of those. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. So, like the very, very smart dog that like wears a monocle and talks like goes back into history. That's Spark. He'll be like, mm, "That's not. I'm too refined to eat that off the table." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no. He's well behaved. <laughs> Lucky you. So, if you haven't checked out last week's pod featuring Gina Charbonnet, former executive producer of the Essence Festival, now is the time to go back and do that. Um, she's now building a new platform focusing on advocacy and equality, and she is absolutely amazing. Jeff, what was your favorite part? Like, what did you learn about Gina? Not enough. I feel like we should have talked to her for another three hours. I want to talk about Eve's Bayou in a deep cut episode down the future. Let's right. let's get that. Like I think we were just scratching the surface. Such a fascinating lady. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped that she's going to be a guest contributor for the tease, and she's going to round out that culture piece. Like I love her perspective. She's got so much to share. So hey, kudos to us. We got a new great guest contributor, right? Plus, maybe we'll get some photos and video from New Orleans. I wish that I could go and see it. Same. Have you ever been? Like five years ago. Not anything terribly exciting. It was a couple years ago. But I did have beignets. Same. Got to go there. Cafe Du Monde. Bought the coffee, bought the mix, brought it all. If you liked last week's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease. And send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. And we want to thank everyone who's listened and subscribed so far. We've been overwhelmed by the support. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and I think as the kids say, smash the sub button. Do I have that right? I don't know if I've ever smashed the sub button, but let's do it. On today's episode, I interviewed Katrin, co-founder of Iku, a German beauty brand that just launched in the U.S., You know, Kelly, I was snooping around on our Slack thread and I saw something about hair wraps. Yeah. What is that? Uh, mm -hmm. So I popped one of those hair wraps on, on a wild Sunday afternoon in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you, my strands were like butter, just butter. It was, so it's really interesting. It's like sort of a, you unfold it and inside the wrap, almost like a, it would be a, a, like a like a stocking cap, right? Obviously it's Mm -hmm. not wool. Okay. Right. But inside it's like, for lack of better term, sort of coated with conditioning treatment that, um, and you can choose moisturizing hydration, a variety of different treatments. You pop that sucker on, let it heat up and, and really absorb. And it's awesome. I mean, it was totally amazing. I think that it's a new category. Um, and I think that the U S is going to love it just like Germany's loved it, just like the other countries they're in. So um, I'll send you a couple, you know, you don't have much hair, but you know, maybe. No, but I could use it. Yeah. We could use some hydration here. So not to mention, uh, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers, but Katrin and I totally hit it off from the Netflix binges that are a little out there. I mean, you're not going to guess that her and I are listening to this or, or binging it to agreeing that we do like some aspects of Kim Kardashian. We do. We mm-hmm. both do. Um, so 
it, it's a good interview. I think you're going to like it. Kelly, what have you been thinking about in the past week? What has you excited? Any bones to pick? Lay it on me. Yeah. So, okay. There's a couple. Number one. Yes. In our first pod with Ray Cavello, you know, he talked about how he's perfecting the perfect pizza. And I don't know what he's talking about. Something with fermentation, which is way beyond my skills. He's talking <laughs> sauce and cheese and something. But I, you know, I've been thinking about, I, th- I feel like I need a pizza oven now. I, I need a new tradition. Obviously. I mean, quarantine's the perfect time. Get in there, fully support that. Add it to the Black Friday purchase list. Right. I mean, last weekend, my COVID, I, my COVID boredom reached the level of I, I re-cleaned all of my makeup brushes. And then I thought about baking cinnamon rolls from scratch. I didn't oh, do wow. it. Yeah. So but you thought about it. So that's the important thing. <laughs> what about you? What, what brands or bones to pick do you have? Uh, so I have really been obsessed with watching Rudy Giuliani's hair dye drip down yeah. his face and yeah. the response to the horror. Um, that's been my thing. It makes you wonder like when he applied it. Yeah. Like how I mean, quickly before he got on stage and started sweating it out. I mean, that's really. And I feel like if I had to think about it, you know, there's those like, there, there's like the spray, right. That a consumer, let's say a consumer can buy. Right. And they just spray it on to touch up their grays. I feel like he mm-hmm. thought I'm going big. I'm going on TV. I'm going to touch up those grays. And he, you know he what? Laid it on thick. So thick. And then he must've got so hot. Mm-hmm. The lights. It just sort of melted. Maybe other substances. Yeah. You it know, sure did melt right down. Like we all have that friend that's like, hey, Cal, like you're going to need to, like, where was that person for Rudy? Why couldn't somebody just give him a little nudge, hand over the pocket square and call it good? <laughs> Uh, that is an excellent question, yeah. Kelly. Uh, where was that friend? For My you? bone to pick is with Rudy's crew. <laughs> Interesting take. I'm I'm enjoying that. Yeah, I, I hadn't considered that layer of complexity, um, of nuance, but that's what we're bringing you here on yeah. volume up. Super mm-hmm. deep. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey, I, I feel like I can see it on your face that you might have a bone to pick. I sure do. Uh, <laughs> so we are now in week three of being blonde and It's a wrap. And I got to tell you what Mm -hmm. I've got a bone to pick with is yellow. Um, I can't Mm -hmm. keep it away. That brassiness. uh, It's the problem. What about some shimmer Um, lights? Come on, pop some shimmer lights. You know, I do. And it works for a beautiful day. And then I got to do it again. You're popping that brassiness like no one I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. why is it coming back every day? Okay, hairdressers, if you're out there, can we get can we get some help, right? Can we send Jeffrey? I think I'm not lifted. Yep. <laughs> yep. I need some help. So, send us an email at volume up at the tease.com. Let's let's give me some some tips on on how to get the lift that I need. I want to see it. Or I think we're gonna see a new color maybe next week that if we can't get rid yeah. of this craziness. We might lean into the yellow okay. all the way in oh, with the neon. Okay. We'll see. All right. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> We've got nothing but time here. <laughs> we got nothing but time. Cinnamon rolls, neon hair. We got nothing but time. <laughs> okay. Speaking of time, our editorial team has been hard at work this week on covering industry news, diving into brands you don't know but should. And here are our favorite headlines from thetease.com. I love the, a hair, the, the hairstylist love story. Ugh, Cheryl Bergamy, and I hope I'm saying that right. I love her story about how when she was little, her love affair started with 
hair when she was nine because her mom was diagnosed with cancer. And so her mother taught her and her sister how to braid hair. I have chills. So I have chills. Um, And then she moved on to her dolls and her neighbor's dolls and just sort of absorbed it. And then my last kicker of the article, and I'm totally being a spoiler here, but this is literally blowing up on our social and our web. So you got to check it out um, is when like older or maybe sick, sick clients come in and they just bust out of the salon, forget their canes, leave them behind because they feel so great. And that is why I love this industry. So check it out. Cheryl Bergamy, you're crushing it. Jeffrey, what do you got? So something that's maybe not as uplifting, but kind of. Um, so body positive icon model actress Barbie Fiera had a partnership with Becca Cosmetics that had been announced earlier this year. Finally, it's bearing fruit. We've got the Prismatica collection. Um, it's beautiful. I don't think that that's a surprise to anyone. Uh, the images that have been released are incredible. It's super in that euphoria Gen Z vibe um, that everybody's buzzing about. We loved it. Our team wrote about it. Includes all of the things that are part of the collection, which we think that you guys will be interested in. Um, and because it's Becca Cosmetics, it's cruelty-free. For okay. sure, check out that article. Loved it. Uh, another thing that you should definitely check on the site is Killer Weed takes on a whole new meaning in Hulu's Bad Hair. Uh, this is a review of the Hulu movie, Bad Hair, as described in the title. Basically, a weave has a killer agenda. There's an incredible cast. I could not really say that I understood the black hair experience prior to watching the movie mm-hmm. with the level of sensitivity. Okay. Having watched it, I feel like I've got a much greater appreciation. Certainly it's satire, but it's incredible. So I highly mm-hmm. recommend, read the review, check out the movie, you'll be happy with both. Great, because you know my my Netflix, my Hulu, my Showtime, my HBO list, they're dwindling. I'm running out of streaming well, content. <laughs> Bad hair on the list. <laughs> As always, so much going on. Thank you to our hardworking editors on thetease.com. We are proud to publish the stories that salon pros and consumers care about. And now for an ad break. We've got a special Cyber Week promotion running on our shop thetease.shop. Free shipping on all orders over $50 with code free shipping. Go check it out. We even have some EQ products there. So get inspired by Katrin and the badass female founder she is. Head over there with code free shipping. I'm so excited to hear your interview with Katrin. What's one takeaway that we should listen for? I mean, besides the fact that she's witty, she's brilliant, and the EQ products were no doubt developed out of a total need and necessity, which you'll find out really at the beginning of the pod. I think that's when you know you have magic, right? When you're carving out a space to win because you feel it in your heart. You know it's right. You're solving a need. And I'm incredibly excited. I think I've used that word a couple of times to hear Katrin's take on the products that her and her husband have developed, launching them here in the United States. Us consumers, prosumers, and pros are in for a treat with EQ. Um, excited for you to listen. Hi, Katrin. Thank you so much for being on Volume Up by The Tees. I could not be more excited to have you here. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, Very welcome. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to answer to your questions and I'm excited. 
Let's introduce you to all of our listeners. Katrin van Halveel is the founder of EQ, a German-based beauty brand focusing on clean, powerful beauty products. Katrin and her husband, Christopher, started the company back in 2013 and just launched here in the U.S. this fall. EQ is known for creating clean, high-performing, innovative hair care products and tools for women to empower women. And I can tell you, no detail is missed. From Iku's innovative brush shape and design, which is absolutely gorgeous, to disrupting and introducing us to a new hair care category called hair masks, the brand is certainly on my must-watch list. So Katrin, you are no doubt a leader and visionary in our industry, and again, so excited to have you here on the podcast today. Thank you very much for the very like charming introduction. <laughs> I'm, I'm blushing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. And um, yeah. All right. So let's get into it. I'm excited to certainly learn more about your story. It's incredibly dynamic. And personally, I know a little bit about you and how Iku came to be, which is amazing. But I would love for you to take us back to the beginning. And yes, please share with us your origin story. Iku got started actually it was a funny coincidence when I was sit together with Christopher, my husband and my co-founder, as you said before, in a little cafe in our hometown of Munich. And there was a woman sitting next to us. And she started all of a sudden taking out dirty brush full of hair and she's starting like brushing herself in public, which you can basically not do. You, I, I think... You, you can't do it in Germany, and I think you can't do it in the U.S., right? It's not good form, I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's even awkward to watch, no, as being a woman, like watching someone taking out the, uh, this brush and starting brushing yourself in public. This is something you, you cannot do. And this was actually, well, I thought this is so awkward and the brush is so, like, not nice there must be, there is room for improvement, let's say. And this is how we literally felt into the hair care industry. So this was the ignition, let's say. Yeah, you got it. And tell us a little bit about your experience even before this, this coincidence or happening at the cafe uh, that kind of propelled EQ. But tell us your background as well as Christopher's, because I think it's really interesting and speaks to the luxury of the brand, the finite details of the packaging and design. So we'd love to hear a bit more about that as well. Yeah, yeah of course. So Christopher is more like, uh, Christopher is from, from the city. So I'm more from from the countryside, I'm a, I'm, I'm, let's say I'm a, I'm a country girl. So Christopher's upbringing was is totally different from mine. So Christopher, as I said, born in the city, went to like boarding school, and his like even his professional career was like in, in luxury goods. He worked for LVM Ash. He worked for Porsche Design. So he has big understanding of design of shapes let's say in more like high maintenance. I'm more from like very conscious, very down earth, very, let's say normal as my upbringing was very like normal, let's say. And that's the reason why we work together so well, because this is how we created Aiku and how we combined our, how we are and our passion into our brand. 
I love it. So tell me a little bit about, I, I love kind of the juxtaposition of your backgrounds and how they sort of melded together to develop this brand. What's it like working with a husband and wife duo? That's, it's not a tough question, but I really have to say it's not easy. And people are going to tell you it's all working out very well and it's not a problem at all. They're basically kind of like not lying, but they do not tell the truth exactly. Yeah. Being husband and wife, like working together is fun, but it does come with a challenge, let's say, when it comes to switching off. We yeah. have to set a rule that don't talk about work at the weekends, let's say. Yeah, I bet that is the challenge because your minds are both reeling with this incredible brand that you've created. So it would be difficult at night to shut it off or on the weekends. And I think that, mm -hmm. you know, especially because you're so passionate about the brand. and, and Definitely, definitely. So I know that Iku is a female first brand that also focuses on hair confidence. Tell me why that kind of mantra or brand statement is important to you and then also how diversity and inclusion come into play with the brand so i'm start with the with answer about female first brand great yeah because this is there are let's say so many brands that use like flawless models to convey the idea of beauty but i sometimes feel that those women live behind a filter and it's kind of sad Mm -hmm. And we want to use our brand, call out, it's not about being perfect. It's yeah. more like being yourself perfectly. And we also don't just talk about female wealth issues. It's about our tagline, and you know that, it's like you don't have to fit in to have great hair. And this yeah. is yeah, why we are a female first brand. I love it. I think that that is so important. And you guys are making sure that you guys aren't just saying we're female first and uh you know diversity and inclusion are important you actually are representing that in the models that you're using in um the graphics and the marketing that you're doing and the what i love and and was first sort of drawn into by the brand is you have a character uh and her name is lola and would love to know how she came to be to personify the brand, you know, from that diversity and inclusion perspective as well. That's right. Lola is our, let's say, our spokesperson. She's, she's the, the person who's basically representing our voice. She has this cheeky attitude. <laughs> she's a fun person. She describes the product. I, I have to point this out because this is something what people ask me all the time. Why? Lola and female first because I'm a female founder as you know yes. and 80% of my workforce within the company is driven by strong women why not having like one of these strong women in this case Lola explaining and bringing the brand to the to the women out there so yep. basically this is the star behind Lola I love how she embodies every woman um, and values that hair confidence, again, with the female first diversity and inclusion. And one of the phrases I, I love within your marketing is that Iku is hair care with attitude and it really embodies any hair type, race, creed, shape, or shoe size. And so I think that's brilliant uh, and certainly going to resonate as it has in Europe, uh, certainly going to resonate here in the United States as well. If I draw a little bit more on kind of that female founder piece, tell me uh, what you think about unique challenges that female founders might have in today's world or, or that you had in creating this brand. 
I've been asked this question many times mm -hmm. and I still have not like a right answer to this because I don't see being a female founder as challenging. I'm proud. I'm proud to be a female founder. There are too little, too little women like founding and believing in themselves and going out and, and do it. Of course, it's sometimes a, a challenge when it comes to, let's say, I meet a lot of men in the business and sure. I meet, uh, I, I'm, most of the time I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only, like, not the only woman, but of course, like, you know, women have to like speak a little bit more up in order to get heard. But being a female founder is something which I'm basically very proud of and, and it's not so challenging for me. That's great. I think that the more female founders we can have kind of chipping away at that, you know, having our voices heard, I think that that's amazing. So kudos to you on that. And, and I love that you are proud of that because you should be. Definitely. <laughs> so we hear the phrase lifestyle brand a lot and knowing that being in the consumer beauty space, your products can be used for both professionals and consumers. Tell us why um, it was important for you to create a product that sort of straddled both markets that would work for both. We are a lifestyle brand, but for us, it's not about just being trendy. It's about, of course, products that fit into women's everyday lifestyle. So, of course, we have the approach being like a professional product, but it should be and can be used, of course, from end consumers. And I think this is the way how our industry works, even in this COVID pandemic. So, people at home want high-functioning high and like products who are like performing and but in and used of course from hairstylists as well but also easy to use for them at home i think this is what we two combined and as far as i can tell the market has like accepted this and it's it's much appreciated yeah i definitely feel like you're on kind of the the cusp of that trend making sure that brands are thinking about, you know, stylists as consumers, right? They want a nice, beautiful product that's highly functional. And then consumers, as we become more savvy with our product selection, we want products that our stylists and pros are using um, because we want it to be high performing as well. So I think that uh, very smart uh, from a positioning standpoint. And then speaking of pros, I know that you've got your partnership uh, with BSG. Tell us a little bit about how that came to fruition why you wanted to enter the U.S. market and what opportunity that is that represents for the brand. Okay, of course we did our homework first. So we, I don't know if you might know that because it's basically we started when we started here in our like Germany, Austria and Switzerland. These were our like our home base market. So and what we did, we started in the professional segment with our hardware product, meaning that if you come from a professional background, I think consumers rely on the professionals when it comes to hair care and advice. Sure. So we, we want to do the same basically in the U.S. Going in the market with a like well-known, high-performing, a good, good partner, a, a professional partner, which like consumers rely on. And we're very lucky to found BSG and very happy with this decision because it was the best to do. 
Yeah, it's great. I think that having that pull through, you know, seated with the pro and then that pull through eventual consumer piece is really, really important. So if I think a little bit about products, I can, I would love to hear about all of your products and innovations. Tell me a little bit about, I know the hairbrush was the first uh, product out the gate based on that conversation and that what you witnessed at the cafe. Tell us how you came to be with the design and innovation of that first product. So the, the first product was uh, basically the home, the, uh, the, the eco, eco home and the eco pocket. And it has, the background is like, I found myself, we were traveling a lot, like back and forth to, to Asia, to, to, to many different places and cities. And I'm like suffering from, from migraine and from tension in the head. I can basically get only rid of this like enormous tension if I either go to a TCM or TCM massage or to a TCM doctor in order to get rid of the tension. I was, I had in the problem and Christopher was thinking about getting rid of my problem because at yeah. the end it is his problem, as you know, in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, then we thought, okay, there must be something which like you can, you do it on an everyday basis, like you brush yourself with this little convenience which you can carry everywhere and by the same time you relax your scalp while mm. brushing your hair and you can get rid of the tension and so we spoke to um, Christoph which is a TCM doctor and uh, we start developing this kind of Bristol structure which is this chess board structure okay. to have the Bristol's positioned in order to stimulate the meridians on your head while brushing. That's incredible. Uh, so many layers to that story. That is, that is impressive. And then, okay, so from the brush, then tell me a little, little bit about what products were next uh, to the line. Yeah. Okay. As I said, we, we, will, we, we started with the hardware and with the main love of eco brushes, like the pockets and uh, the, ho the home. And then from there, we went to the Paddle X brushes, which are the, 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 blow, the blow styling brushes. And yep. then from there, we went to the electronic tools, which is the eStyler Pro and the eStyler Jet our like straightening brushes. And from there, we started like already four years ago wow. with our um, famous and internationally known hair wrap. Yes. So yeah. Now explain to our listeners what a hair wrap is because to be honest with you, I've used them. I think they're absolutely amazing. It's a nice little like putting on a face mask, if you will, a nice little indulgent yep. treat for your hair. Um, and the results are incredible. So tell me a little bit about where that came from, that idea and kind of this new category that you've entered. So each and everyone knows about this K-beauty, right? So yeah. this is something which was growing over the last four years with this, it's not like, it's called sheet mask, right for the face yes yes and right. yeah and we thought the hair was kind of being neglected mm -hmm. so since then i think many brands have of course grown in this area but we thought okay we wanted to do something for hair in general and which, of course for me again because i'm traveling a lot and i 
often said to Christopher, and you know it for yourself, like going even on, on, a, on a short trip, you always have to carry around a shampoo and a conditioner bottle. Yes. And it's horrible because basically you don't need it. You, you don't need this amount. Yeah. So we combined like saying, because we high functioning. So we said, we're going to want to do this hair wrap because it's definitely working. We put a nice product inside to, to make it like you can't even wash your hair with a, like a, a cheap shampoo from a hotel room. But when you use the mask afterwards, it's soft and fluffy and it smells amazing. Yeah, and it's so convenient to travel. And this was basically the background when and why we started to develop this hair wrap. That's amazing. I love it. I think that's really smart. Have you dealt with any copycats in the category yet? Yeah, of course. So the, the sheet mask in general are growing, I think, also for feed and feed and hand, right? Well, mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have this, you cannot prevent copycats. Huh? That's like, right. it's, it's basically not possible. So as, but as a company, we rarely look to the left or right. So yes. I have to say, we believe in our products, values and the, the vision. And that's important to us. I love that. I think that, yes, any great innovation will be soon copied, um, but those innovators are oftentimes on to the next two or three innovations. And speaking of that, you know, can you give us a sneak peek? Are there, are there new innovations on the horizon for the brand? Of course, we are an innovative, uh, innovative hair care. There must be innovation. This is what, what you're expecting. This is what the market is expecting. This is what our customers are expecting. And we listen to our consumers and we listen to our customers. And there is basically something which I can share with you guys. It's, um, we, we're working on, let's say, a scalp care line. I think yeah. I've always found it interesting. Um, my mom was a stylist and salon owner for 40 years. And so I've tested and tried every product, had every hairstyle, you name it. But one thing that, you know, she always preached, if you will, is the scalp health and maintenance. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize that your scalp has pores, right? It's just, it's similar to your face. And we take such care in a multi-stage regimen with our skincare they often forget about, you know, also treating the scalp from a health Definitely, because mm -hmm. this is basically the very same skin as it is in your face. Right. And you can, you know how, how many times you, you, you like, you peel your skin off, you like, you, you use toner, you, oh, you yeah. use serum, but no one is like intensively taking care of the skin on your head, on like, like underneath your hair, your scalp. I think that's so important, especially as, as at least here in the U.S., things like hair extensions are really, really popular, which means, you know, there's also some other ingredients and materials close to your scalp. And so thinking through that, I think, is really smart um, and certainly would be a welcome innovation from an awareness. Hey, take care of your scalp. Um, and then, oh, by the way, here's some products for from the innovators uh, in the space. So I love that. Very smart. Yeah, Kelly, I tell you something because maybe you, you know, I think you know because you read about me and my story because the last year I haven't had any hair because I went through chemotherapy. This was the time I was like basically taking care of my scalp tremendously because it was winter this time. So I started like scrubbing it and then afterwards I was like, okay, how do I treat it? Do I do? And there is so, so little of like good scalp 
care products mm -hmm. for even women like me when you are in the situation you yeah. you want to treat yourself and you want to like make sure that your pores are getting clean your skin is treated well because you are like worried is my hair going to yeah. grow back how it's going to grow back and you want to do like the utmost to make sure that after when you went through such nightmare that you have like pretty hair again absolutely that's that's a little, maybe a ray of sunshine from a, a very, very difficult situation. And I think that, you know, in hard times, that's oftentimes when innovation pushes through, right? So yeah. that, that's, an, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing. With Eco, we do things for a reason. We, we really like, think about the things. Like when we started with the Eco brushes against the migrant and then so on, we, we were like, we, we really look deep into things. And that's yeah. the reason why we now having the innovation for 2021 because of the, my experience, of course. And this is something which I can bring in and try to make things better. Your products are solving for a problem in the marketplace, right? And that's when success is born, when you can fill that gap and that need for consumers. So really thoughtful. You know, one thing I, I the, the mantra that I love for your brand is free philosophy. Can you tell us what that means and kind of why the brand has coined that term? It is coined, let's say. This is um, a way uh, of calling out what isn't in our ingredients. And of course, that we never harm animals and insects included. So this is our philosophy. Okay, I love it. I think that's really smart. And certainly as consumers over the last years or even year, um, we have become much more adept at looking into ingredients, making sure that we're aligning with brands that are cruelty and vegan free, that there's no parabens, no sulfates, silicone, right. all of those types of things. So really, yes. really, again, back to your innovation and, and, you know, your brand foundation, really, really smart to include those things. Yeah, I think mainly, of course, women, uh, as this is like 90%, 95% of our consumer demographic are getting more conscious. They want to know about what is inside the product I'm using. What do I spending my money for? It's, I think it's comprehensible to me. If I'm, like, uh, if I'm spending money and I go to a, like a professional shop, I want it to have something which is good. Even in the pandemic now, you, you're staying at home. You want to treat yourself something, do something nice for yourself. You, you have the time to like do things. And I would rather enjoy a good product instead of having something which is like, which I basically do not know what is inside. Right. It's, it's kind of interesting to think back a decade or two ago when that wasn't even on anyone's mind. You know, like what were we using and putting on our hair and our scalp and our body? And it's been a wonderful, I think, consumer wave of knowledge and education in that category. And, you know, if a brand isn't looking at those types of things, I think that eventually consumers aren't going to be interested in their brand. So really smart from the foundation for you to build all of that uh, philosophy in, if you will. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. Mm -hmm. One thing that we're all facing is beauty in the pandemic. So how do you feel that the beauty industry or for the brand has changed during this global pandemic? I think firstly, we have seen a huge rise into online orders, of course. This is, uh, yeah. and um, 
as you know, we distributed in over 50 countries and we have like waves of business, let's say, shutdowns and startups again and back and forth. But the good thing is that the consumer so far is showing us of kind of like bouncing back. I would say it's a wave we have to all ride at the moment. Uh, but I think, of course, strong and it's, it's like stable and strong is online orders. All right, so this segment is called Quick Take. In every episode, we're asking each guest the same question. Uh, so would love your quick take on a couple of questions that I'm going to just pose to you right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, shoot, here we go. A brand or product you're loving right now that isn't your own? Oh my God, I'm so old-fashioned. I, I feel ashamed to tell you because I'm really like, oh no. I have my skincare brand since like, 110 years, which is Elizabeth Arden. <laughs> oh, really? Elizabeth yes. Arden. All right. I, I don't know. This is so granny style, but I, I love it. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm using it since ages. I love it. Okay. Which product is it? Do you use the ceramides or? I mean, the ceramides, um, the eight hour cream, a lot right. of different. Yeah. Actually the entire range. Okay. I, love I it. have, I, I, yeah, I have basically, yeah, I'm very like, I'm boring. I'm sorry. Nope. I think you are brand loyal. And you know what? Talking about a f amazing female founder, Elizabeth Arden herself, absolutely yeah. amazing. Did you know that she created the eight hour cream to basically mend um, some areas on her horses back in the day? As a, yeah, as a, yeah uh, that's yeah. right. This is, yeah. I'm wondering where should I put the cream, but okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I have some eight hour cream and I also have some ceramides. So I am with you. Those little pods. I love them. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the next one, what are you streaming or watching in your downtime? I lately watched something on Netflix, which is, I think it called Letterman, my next guest. Okay. And it was the episode with Kim Kardashian West and the other one was with I think Robert Downey Jr. and it was very entertaining I have to say. Okay I have also watched both of those and I thought it was interesting to get a look inside Kim Kardashian. I mean we all lo are looking at her life anyway um, but she does seem like a nice soul. It was a good interview. Yeah, she said like a decent, a decent lady. She's like very calm. She was very relaxed. She has this cute voice. I was quite surprised. And I have to say, I was not like so much into the Kardashians before. But after this interview, I changed my mind a little bit. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. So go David Letterman. <laughs> I mean, go he's, David a, Letterman. <laughs> he's a brilliant. He's looking like leader. a goat by now. I know what is he doing? <laughs> this hair, this hair all over the place. Oh my god! And he's real wiry, framed with this long beard. But how I old don't, is he? I don't know. He looks like. Have you ever like watched like what's the name? It's like Lord of the Rings, and there is <laughs> this this guy which is called Gandalf. He it does. reminds me of yeah. That's David Letterman. I mean, I feel like he's like, I did my time. I put on a suit for all these years and was well-groomed. Here I am in all my <laughs> glory. <laughs> but I love those. I think he's a wonderful, obviously a wonderful interview. And it's a very sort of one-on-one -on -one setting. So I love that. All right. 
real talk words of advice for professionals who want to get to the top of our industry, the top of the beauty or salon professional industry? Be honest. Be honest to your like consumers, to your customers. Be yourself. Be like comprehensible and sustainable. And it's like I always say, less is more. And I think this is something we should we learned during the pandemic yeah. that people focus on on their needs and what they basically need. And this is something we should like take as a learning from from what we've experienced so far and um i think like be, being true to your to yourself and to your customers and like look at the things that they really need is something which brings you definitely forward yes i agree i think the pandemic has taught us about kind of reverting back to all of the things that are important in life whether it's family health you know financial stability uh versus the more, right? Um, when it comes down to it and things get rough, uh, it's it's not about more. It's about less and those things that matter. It's about less. I definitely think so. And 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 somehow, of course, it's horrible. The pandemic is horrible. But I always try to look at the the bright things and the what mm -hmm. what, what the pandemic has like brought to us. And it's not not always bad. I agree. I mean, I think it's allowed us to slow down. Uh, to you know, spend quality more quality time, uh, and then think about too those basics. And you know, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. So the last question is: Do you have any 2021 predictions for our industry? Online sales will definitely be like stable and and even and even rise. And we we we're getting more like um, let's say. I think end consumers will like come back to their hairstylists, even like we need online education, we need online how to's, we need more trainings, things like this will definitely like be more needed from end consumers. And I think this will be a, a, a shift in and, and a change. Like we, we have to be all more like educational, more education online, more online, maybe more calls, more even like maybe people want to consult from their hairstylists, even in Zoom calls. I don't know. Yeah, we'll no, see. I think you're right. Yeah, I guess we'll see, right? We'll put we'll put the bad of 2020 behind us and focus on the great things that we learned um, and then push forward to 2021. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm very excited about 2021. I see it as a challenge. I see it as a positive challenge and I'm very excited and I cannot wait until I can like get on a plane and get to the US and finally meet you all. I agree. Well, we'll be here for it. Either that or we bookmarked October already that we'll be heading over to Germany and I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> I love it. Catherine, this has been such a joy talking to you, a strong, intelligent female business founder and owner. Thank you for joining us and for your time today. So many interesting aspects of beauty to think about and where really the brand started from an innovation standpoint. Uh, before we go, can you let us know where we can find you and Iku in the US? Of course, with BSG and uh, in all the Cosmoprof shops and with Eco Hair US online. And um, yeah, so far, that's all. Great.
That's it. Well, we'll find you. So on Instagram, it's at Iku underscore US and Facebook.com backslash Iku USA, which is I-K-O-O-U-S-A. Huge thank you to Katrin for coming on the pod. And, you know, the best part is, yes, thank you, Katrin, so much for coming on the pod. But Jeffrey, we are literally booking our trip for Oktoberfest. So we're heading to Germany. We're wearing the outfits. You're going to wear the lederhosen. <laughs> in. I don't know what the female version of that is. I hope, I? It comes, I hope it comes in black. <laughs> but we shall be Custom there order. to party with Katrin and Christopher at Oktoberfest. Tune in next Monday for episode five. We're talking with the one and only Sam Villa. Sam Villa. We're here for it. He's amazing. In the meantime, be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions. And most importantly, questions about Jeffrey's toning, right? We know that I'm. I'm we need it. The, we need yeah. some help. Yeah. Okay. Um, send questions into volume up at the tease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Stephen Jotterand. Thank you to our creative team, Kay Reynolds and Haley Hefner, for putting together the graphics for this episode, and Josh Landowski for editing so you can watch and listen on YouTube.